0: Hi there, I'm Dr. Trevor Cates. Welcome to the Spot Doctor Podcast. On today's podcast, we're discussing how to unlock your natural weight set point. My guest today shares how your gut holds the code to weight loss and the end of cravings. My guest is Dr. Partha Nandi, who is a board-certified gastroenterologist, three-time international best-selling author, and the creator and host of the Emmy Award-winning medical lifestyle television show, The Dr. Nandi Show. It airs weekdays in over 120 million homes across the U.S. and in 95 countries worldwide. Dr. Nandi is also the chief health editor at ABC Detroit, he travels the globe speaking on how to be your own health hero, which includes his no-nonsense approach to food and fitness, how he combines Eastern and Western philosophies, and the science behind the amazing health benefits of spirituality, mindfulness, and community in this interview we talk about how research has shown our gut microbiome can alter our weight and energy and when you come about it from this approach rather than the typical approach of eating less calories you also find with this approach you'll achieve more energy vibrant skin and it sets you up for disease reversal and prevention as well as healthy longevity. Dr. Nandi shares simple steps to revitalize your gut and revitalize your life. So please enjoy this interview. Dr. Nandi, it's great to have you on my podcast, welcome.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Dr. Cates, I appreciate it. Uh, always a, a big fan uh, of, of everything you're doing, so it's always a pleasure to be with you.
0: Yeah, absolutely, so um, we're we're talking about weight, healthy weight, a healthy gut today. And I think a lot of times people think about when they think about weight and getting to their optimal weight, they think about, okay, I need to eat less, I need to exercise more, and that's just all it is. And you know, of course on the Spot Doctor Podcast we we talk about things like hormone balance and a lot of different things. But you you know, you have a slightly different take on this, right? On on the really what's important.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. You know, here's the thing. People think about slim and and being a healthy weight and and it automatically goes to Instagram pictures and these, you know, these kind of unhealthy just uh, expectations. To me, it's really about having a healthy gut, right? A healthy gut and a healthy body that leads leads to weight loss and a healthy weight. So what do I mean by that? People, when they say uh, healthy weight, they they have different expectations. But I think it all starts with, with your healthy gut. And, and, and a gut really has to be fundamentally sound for you to have any chance of getting health. And, and, and by that, I mean that I think that the, the, everything, all health starts with your intestines. I mean, think about it. every time you eat something, your body has to make a decision, right? Every, every bit of food, everything you put in your mouth, it has to make a decision. One, is this a friend or is it a, an enemy? Is it something that has to be digested or excreted? Is it something that the immune system has to be activated or not? So every single time you eat something, the, the, the gut has to make decisions. And except for the skin, which you talk about, what other part of your body is exposed to anything that's out there? Meaning that you know not, nothing is sterilized. Whatever you have in your, your, your hand, you can put in your mouth. And and it doesn't have to be sterile. And why am I talking about this with with talking about a healthy gut and healthy weight? Is because if your body, if your gut is not getting the right stuff, by that I mean it's not getting the right material to be able to make it healthy. You don't have a chance. And and by that it doesn't mean that you just starve yourself for a whole day, or if you you know just eat a certain type of food every day, or run 15 miles. It's really about giving your gut the stuff that it needs. And I think that's, that's the key. And I think, I think there are a lot of dietary fads out there. I think right now, lots of people may like paleo or keto, and before it was something else, and tomorrow it'll be something else. But it's really giving the gut the balance that it needs to be able to develop itself. So I think that's, that's what I'm talking about. And, 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 and you can actually change your weight set point if you do that. So not only does it, that, that can you eat and, and, and not have to deprive yourself, you can do that and actually thrive.
0: It's amazing. And I, I love how you talk about how much everything you put in your mouth, everything you eat, think, you know, really think about it because it's not, I think a lot of times we eat because something tastes good or because we're bored or feeling low. <laughs> right. If you think about everything that you put in your body, it does something, it, it serves a purpose. I think that's very powerful. It could be, you know, it could be kind of an intense thinking about it that way. Right. <laughs> so not too much pressure, but just being mindful about it, I think is key. Absolutely. But there's some really interesting research coming out about what we eat and how it impacts the gut microbiome and how that plays a role in this reset of your weight
1: right? Absolutely, yeah, and and you and and I'm glad you brought that up. It's this is not to say that you have to like, go crazy every single time you put something in your mouth. You have to think about it. What what I mean is that your body has ways to be able to correct itself, and if you're mindful, like you really pointed out, well, if you're mindful about what you eat, most of the time, I call it 80% of the time. If you can 80% of the time eat the stuff that you know you should. Not, by that I mean whole foods, foods, that foods that are not full of processed grain, right? So not simple sugars, if you can avoid simple sugars, you can have complex sugars like, for example, fruits and vegetables. Those are also sugars, but they're complex. So those are good for you. And I'll talk about that more. But but if you can do that, not have bad fats. To me, the ultimate bad fat, uh, Every you and I have both had pizzas in our lives. So it's not like you can't eat pizza ever. But if you do it all the time, it's not just the bad carbs, it's also the bad fats that then affect your gut. And you brought up, the microbiome. A lot of this, not the only thing, and we have to say that it's not the only thing, but it's a huge part of what's going on. The microbiome are the trillions of bugs in your intestinal system in your gut that often can control and help you to be able to fight disease or sometimes hurt you to be able to make disease. So in your gut there's a fight right now as as Dr. Cates and I are talking there is a fight with with Trillions of bugs fighting for domination because they're fighting for food, they're fighting for resources. And if you have unfavorable bugs in your system, they can create an environment for your gut not to be able to thrive. And why does that matter? If your gut doesn't thrive, here's what happens your gut is responsible for the beginning and the end of disease. So there's something called and, and Dr. case, I'm sure you've talked about this. It's it's called the the gut barrier, right? So you have a one cell layer thick between here's stool and here's blood, and it's one cell layer thick. If you can, if you don't have that barrier, you have what we call in functional medicine the leaky gut. As a gastroenterologist, there's an official term in Western medicine we call that increased intestinal permeability. Same idea that this kind of uh, you know area that's the, the gut uh, barrier between poop and blood becomes a little leaky and stuff can get through. Not so much that you're full of infection, you're dying, but small little cracks in the armor come in and then, and then inflammation begins because stuff that's not supposed to be there on the, on the side of the blood then starts to begin inflammation. Why does that matter? Because when you begin inflammation in your body, the cells, the immune cells talk to each other. So the cells around the gut Talk to your brain. Talk to your heart. Talk to your, talk to your your joints, and they basically communicate that there's what trouble. There's trouble brewing, and so and that means for there's the right person. Not every single person, but the susceptible person. It's the beginning of disease like autoimmune disease, right? Like for example, lupus or Crohn's disease or diabetes. For those of us who are not susceptible, that inflammation doesn't allow us to be able to do what? Have a healthy uh, set point for weight. It doesn't allow you to use insulin properly. So we now know when you have gut dysbiosis, so what that means in English is that you don't have the right gut microbiome, you can actually not, uh, you're not able to take the insulin in your cells. When you don't do that, then you're you're not able to metabolize energy. If you don't do that, guess what? You're always fighting having the right weight and the right health. Makes you what? Pre diabetic, in something called the metabolic syndrome where you can have diabetes, high blood pressure. So all these things start with the gut. Even Hippocrates, way back, I think 300 BC, said that the beginning of health starts in your gut. I mean, they didn't, they didn't know why, but they had that inclination way back. The Greeks, you know, Hippocrates, the, the, the beginning of medicine, the father of medicine. And we now know that when you look under the microscope, on the electron microscope, we can actually see areas of the, the gut uh, that, that, that's supposed to be intact having leaks. So that's the one factor. The microbiome is not healthy. And to be healthy, you have to give it the right stuff through your mouth. That's not the only thing. I Often people say, well, if I just eat the right stuff and I exercise and I do, you know, CrossFit and everything else, that's all it takes. Well, that's part of the story. The thing that people don't talk about is also spirituality. And, and, and as you know, I have a summit coming up, and we talk about not just the food, but also what can you do with, with your mindset, your spirituality to change it. And, and people say, well, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with weight gain? What does that have to do with the gut? You've gone nuts. <laughs> really, I'm not. What it is is that the spirituality can affect something that, that changes the gut microbiome, changes your gut health. And that is the whole idea of fight or flight. When you have the, the lack of ease or the lack of, of, of comfort and, and in your mind to have that peace, you have something called dis-ease, right? That's the beginning of, of, of life without having health, this disease. So when you have you have a mindset that's not tranquil and a mindset that is, is an unrest and you're not calm, you're stressed. And, and, and you and I know in our, in our part of the, the world, there's incredible amounts of stress. That increases cortisol. When you have increased cortisol and you have the fight or flight mechanism that, that really helps you make more and more cortisol, epinephrine, that changes your gut. It changes your gut lining. We know that your gut lining is not healthy. You're, you're, you're in a pro-inflammatory state, which means that you're increasing inflammation and your gut microbiome is in disarray. It's got that dysbiosis by increasing cortisol. What that means is, listen, if you and I are stressed one time a day, it's okay. It's, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna make something uh, change in your body. But what's happening to, to us is that my patient, for example, will, will come in just, it was, it was last week, I believe. Today's, yeah, it was last Thursday. And she came in from New York she, this was her scenario. She cannot stand her job. Her, her boss is screaming at her all the time. Then, when she goes home, she has a relationship where her significant other has no support for her and is yelling and they're fighting. Then she, she's too tired to do anything and she goes to bed. This is a cycle every day. It is unopposed, unresolved stress. And what that does to your body is increase your inflammation. So if you don't have a way to be able to cope with that, and I think, for example, if you like prayer, if you're religious, and you like to pray, great, you can pray. But if you're not religious, you you can practice yoga, practice meditation, practice Tai Chi. Hey, go for a walk in the woods, whatever you need to do. And what that does is, for me, when I practice meditation is that it helps you to understand that I'm part of something that's bigger than me. that that I'm not alone, that something is there to help me. And that feeling that we've had in humanity for thousands of years is missing. And that's part of the fact that it's causing the inflammation in your body, resulting in you not being able to, we talk about it as the, the Slim Gut Summit, right? But it's really about having a healthy gut that leads to everything else. And if you don't have the right mindset. If you're not practicing spirituality, that's going to make a big difference. And I, and I'll go through more of it. But that's that's a, that's the beginning of, of 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 making a healthy gut. detricates.
0: Yeah, and it, I I love that you're talking about all of these connections. And of course, skin play is, is that outer reflection of a lot of what you're talking about internally with the dysbiosis issues in the gut, the leaky gut. They can lead to. Dysbiosis issues with the um, with the skin so skin and skin microbiome imbalances, and also leaky skin and you know, people have all these skin issues, these chronic skin issues there's is such a great connection between the two
1: and, and Dr. Kate is going to be on this uh, the summit and she talks about that. you know we what I love about um, the summit that we that we're doing is is talking about healthy gut, but it's coming in so many different angles so we have a professor of medicine at university of chicago right practicing traditional medicine saying listen how is this connected how is a healthy gut connected to your overall body health how is it connected to you having a healthy weight you've got amazing speakers like dr Cates. we've got folks that talk about how for example having the the right balance in your gut can affect your hormones how it it can affect blood sugar control so it's really the beginning, to me, the beginning and end of of having health or not having health. And and, and furthermore, I talk about, you know, I have, I have um, a five-step plan, and you know about this. I wrote a book about the five steps to becoming your own health hero. I, I call a health hero somebody who is an advocate for their health, that really takes their health and makes it the number one priority. We even go into in the summit to talk about how purpose, how a purpose-driven life, of all things, can actually help your your gut, and and we now know in a synopsis, in short, that if you have purpose in your life, Dr. Kates, we now know not less than ten studies showing you can you can decrease the incidence of some of the most common diseases in the world: heart disease, diabetes, things like Alzheimer's. I mean, cancer. And you think, wait a minute, why would purpose do that? When you have a purposeful life, like so, if you ever see Dr. Kates, she's never not doing something right because she's got a mission and you guys who who follow her podcast know she's got a mission when you have a mission when you have focus what happens is that the the unrest that i just talked about right this this slow level of fight or flight is dissipated and the same things i talked about cortisol epinephrine the inflammatory mediators in your body are decreased so having simply having a purpose can make a huge difference, but when I say simply having a purpose, it's one of the most difficult things I had to do. Listen, I went to medical school, I became a physician, but still I honed down my purpose at a much later time when when I saw my dad, when he had the stroke, and I became his advocate, and I had to go spend nights in the hospital. I really understood what I needed to do. To me, it was to be able to help people understand what it's going to take, to be able to prevent that stroke, prevent that, the disease, and also cope with it when you have it. So what I'm saying, it was, it was difficult for me, and it's difficult for almost everybody. So simply having a purpose is not easy. So many people have tried and really have failed. So you have to make a concerted effort. And we talk about that, how you make that effort to have a purposeful life. I also talk about movement. and And so again, we all know that, you know, if you, if you move more and you expend energy, you know you're gonna you're gonna have a, a healthier body, right? But what was not, you know, intuitive or makes like, oh yeah, that's like a that's like a no brainer is that it can help your gut. When you move, when you actually move, but do move with purpose. And what I mean by that, Dr. Cates, is that you know you talk to patients, and I'm sure you do too. They tell you, and I ask them, did you go to the did you go work out or did you do did you do any exercise? They go, no. I hate it. I hate going to the gym. When I have to go, I dread it. And, and then, you know, I go there and I'm not getting any results. And I say, well, let's think about it. If you hate something that you're doing, you're going to do what? You're going to do everything that is opposite to what you're trying to achieve. Meaning that you're going to increase inflammation. You're going to increase cortisol. Your body doesn't know you hate going to the gym. Your body still thinks that a tiger is chasing you because that same mechanism of stress goes up. So when you are stressed every time you do something that involves movement, it's not going to help you. So I say move with purpose. Lots and lots of now experts in movement that are going to be on the summit as well, they'll tell you that you want to incorporate movement into your life. So if you like Hanging out with your kids, run with your kids, right? Or walk in the garden if you do. You can still work out in the gym, but make it something that you love to do because then what happens is that you're not increasing the inflammatory mediators and, and and really going against everything you want to do, which is trying to have a healthy body, trying to have a healthy mind, and guess what? Your healthy gut. We now know studies showing that when you actually move, your gut has less dysbiosis, so less bad bugs, more good bugs in your system so we've talked about eating the right stuff we talked about having spirituality talking about movement with purpose and then having purpose the other thing that's critical to me is and and we we also talk about this in our summit is a tribe what you're doing today right And in your podcast every single time you're giving a you're giving a group of people the strength to be able to work together, right? This is not a one-man show. You bring on, uh, or one-woman show, I should say, right? <laughs> it's, you're bringing on all these experts and, and bringing a tribe together uh, to, to be able to help folks. And and whenever there's a tribe involved, and there's multiple, multiple ways to show this, that you have less disease. And it, and it also helps decrease all of the, the bad factors in your gut. When you look at, the substances that actually worsen gut health, they're decreased when you are in a tribe. And when you're in a tribe, it's the same, it's a broken record. It's the same story. You are decreasing unrest. You're reducing stress. You're reducing the inflammatory. So again, it's, 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 it's so interesting that there's so much evidence coming out. We talk about that in, in, in the Slim Gut Summit. We're not just talking about, hey, you know, I heard about this and that. We actually talk about evidence-based stuff that shows you can change your life. You can change uh, the gut health and then your health. And to me, that's amazing. And you talk about it in your pod, uh, podcast all the time. And, and even on, on our show, on my television show, Dr. Kate's talked about it. You can empower yourself and change your life. And to me, that's what's exciting. No longer is it that, well, I'm screwed. You know, my mom, dad, grandpa, and all these people had these problems. Maybe they were, they were, you know, didn't have the right weight or didn't have the right health and now you know now we know that only 10 percent or less of your disease and and your health is dependent on your genes is there a factor absolutely but it's the minority the stuff that dr Cates is talking about and we'll talk about in our summit will really revolutionize what you can do with your own body to me it's exciting because now you can offer some solutions not just well here you go or, or or in traditional medicine here you go here's your prescription here's your pill Go and be a diseased person. You may be able to maybe actually take, take that and reverse your disease and be in health. And that's what I'm excited and juiced about doing it. And you've done summits before too. It's you know, it's 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 a labor of love because the fact is you really have to want to change people's lives. And 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 we do. We really want to do that.
0: Right, right. Well, and, and, you know, I, I love all the stuff you're talking about. And I know you've got your TV show. You're used to interviewing people and having people on. But doing a summit, how many people did you interview? Because it's, it's a lot of work to a lot of people. I
1: yeah, I think we interviewed over 40 people for this, for this summit. And it is, I, and everybody, here's the, here's the amazing thing, and you know this from interviewing people. Whenever you interview people, you learn yourself. It's, it's, it's people that are passionate about what they do. And, and, and they want to share this with the world. And you get excited because you learn, you know, uh, something every time. Dr. Tom uh, is somebody you know, and, and, and he's in the summit as well. He, he was doing an interview from a, I forget, where, in, in Italy or someplace in Europe. I had um, uh, Dr. Who was it? Stephen Massey. He was in a boat in, in um, I think, in Greece. I mean, these people are passionate about what they do right? Most folks, you tell them they're on vacation somewhere, they're not doing anything. These guys, like, I want to be able to share the knowledge. So I love interviewing people, mostly selfishly, because I learn a lot. But I also were able to give, you know, amazing, amazing people that have spent their lives often, you know, doing things to change change the planet like yourself. Like, you know, we interviewed uh, Dr. Kate. It's, I mean, you know, the things that she talks about, nobody talks about nobody talks about skin microbiome. They just say here, put some crap on your skin, lather this stuff up and you'll be great. But she's talking about what the root causes to help you and that, you know, what's on your skin is on the outside. So I, I love the fact that I learn. And then I think that our communities learn as well when we, to me, that's another, such an amazing example of a tribe that we put our collective minds, our collective passions together to help our collective communities, it's, it, it's incredible, because you can't get that anywhere else, and you, you can't go, I and mean, maybe you can, I guess, somewhere in the planet, you go to, to, to a physician, or a healthcare practitioner, and they'll give you all this, I just don't think that exists, I don't think you can get a form that, that has these kinds of amazing forward-thinking people, this is not to say, if you've got some problem, you throw away all your pills and you say, well, you know, I, I went that to Dr. any summit and it's all over. It's not that. It's it gives you tools to be able to make yourself better. Perhaps you can reduce the doses. Perhaps you can get better make the medicines or whatever treatment you're getting more effective. So that's, what's cool about this to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that you I everybody to all these people. Um, I want to ask you with, with all the different people that you talk to and with your knowledge base When it comes to food, um, what are the foods that you think? And I know you mentioned bad fats versus good fats. But like, are there specific foods that are really good for, and you know, of course, in addition to good good fats, but maybe like more specifically, what are the best foods for the gut? And then specifically, we were talking about, you know, weight loss. What are the things that are we need to eat more of that maybe because you know oftentimes we talk about don't eat this don't eat this this.
1: (laughs) what can you eat what
0: what are the things that
1: should be i'll tell you what i eat right so i'll just tell you what because i you know and i give my kids so my my breakfast lunch and dinner is, is pretty much like this this is kind of my range so i love to put some sort of a probiotic and some sort of a pre- prebiotic in every meal. So what does that mean for those who've never heard of that? So I like to put foods with some some fermented foods with good bacteria in every meal. So you know I, I, I will have for in the morning I almost always have Greek yogurt. So if you like if you like Greek yogurt, please go for it. If you don't then you don't have to but you could if you like for example sauerkraut if you like kimchi if you if you like kefir if you like kombucha you gotta like something one of those things so you include that with your meal why is that because that will help you to number one replenish and give you better bacteria number two is i try to have at least one fruit so yeah today today i had blueberries what i do is i don't get a flavored yogurt that's greek i don't i don't get one of those that says you know it's 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 the blueberry Greek yogurt. I actually get the yogurt. I get real blueberries and I put it in there. I think it's amazing. Why? Because you avoid the stuff I talked about, which is the simple sugars that are added to these yogurts to make them better tasting. The simple sugars will do what? They will actually be, make you more insulin resistant. When you, make, when you become more insulin resistant, then you do what? You accumulate fat, you accumulate weight, you become pre-diabetic over time. If you do it once in a great while, no problem, right? Or if you do it the minority of the time. But the most of us, we're eating this stuff by the boatload because we don't know that that yogurt, we, we don't have time to look at the back of the label to see that there's added sugar. So I would put some kind of fruit. The, the the day before I had strawberries, the day before I had nectarines, the day before I had apples. I pick a different fruit with a Greek yogurt every day. That You can do that too. Um, if you like to to be non-vegetarian, if you don't want, if you want some kind of meat, all I would say is that make sure that you whatever source of meat you're getting, if you can, let it be organic. If you can, let it be. If it's if it's red meat, for example, that's grass-fed. If it's if it's fish, if you like salmon or some t- some sort of protein, then make sure that it is wild caught. So, but I but I would eat that, and then um, have, I would have a glass of water. And, and that's it. I, I, you know, I don't eat. The portion has to be something that, that sustains you, but it doesn't have to engorge you, right? For lunch, I will have, I typically have a salad almost every day. So why would you want a salad? Number one, it fills me up. So I have different t- types of greens. Sometimes I'll have, I have kale, sometimes I'll have spinach, sometimes I'll have uh, green leaf lettuce, whatever it I try to have organic as much as I can with that because it's right in contact with the chemical, so you don't don't want to get the toxicities of the chemical. Uh, and then if 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 I if on a vegetarian day, I'm actually vegetarian. I'm, I'm two times a week completely vegetarian. So on those days, I will have garbanzo beans. I'll put legumes in there to get some protein. On the days I'm not, I'll put I put chicken. I'll put salmon. I'll put uh, uh, turkey, and and that gives me you know the protein that I need along with. the the salad that I always, I always put in some, some sort of a fruit there because what, what that does again, it feeds your microbiome. It's filling you up, but it's not giving you wasted empty calories. So for example, if instead in the morning I had a bagel, you know, you have all these simple sugars, it's an empty calorie, meaning that it's not sustaining me. The blood sugar in my body goes up pretty quickly and not sustained. So it, it, it makes your insulin go up Spike up, and it gives you increased weight. So I'll have that for lunch, along with, you know, some some sort of. I have nuts one day. Uh, if I if if you know some sort of nuts, I I, I can have almonds. I'll have pecans. I I don't have peanuts, but I'll pick some some sort of nuts to give me a good fat. Sometimes I'll have sliced avocados again, good fat. I like coconut. Some people don't like coconut. I try to incorporate it sometimes with my meal. That's lunch, and then dinner. Um, I, I, like, I like to have either, fi- I'm a big fish and chicken eater. I, I rarely eat red meat. If you do, again, the caveat, just have a small smaller portion. But again, I will have, for example, brown rice, or I will, I will, I will have um, quinoa with, with, with whatever meat I have. And I try to prepare it with olive oil if I'm going to fry it. Remember, another you want to have good, good fats that you can eat, and olive oil is a good fat. Um, if you if you eat butter, and that's it's also a relative good fat, you can't have a ton of it. People think, well, it's butter's good, so I'm gonna put myself a stick of butter. You can't do that because even even good things in large quantities can result in what weight gain, right? So you want to have a sense. You want to have a sensible portion. It's not starving, but really you want to have a sensible portion along and I, with that. I have a vegetable. I like. You know, our family's go-to is broccoli, but we'll have asparagus. Uh, we We um, had okra the other day i don 't know if you like okra, but but pick a vegetable that you can have you can you don 't have to have it broiled all the time. you can have it sauteed just as long as you you 're mixing it up and I like to put turmeric on my food it 's my Indian background, so we put um, turmeric on on our food, and that 's also a digestive protector and decreases inflammation um, and i 'll have dessert probably a bad dessert probably once a week. What that means is I'll, I'll probably have ice cream with my kids once a week, but typically I'll have some sort of fruit or I'll have, I'll have yogurt again with the fruit and that's kind of my dessert. But that gives you a perspective. But, but that's just me. The reason why I give a variety of choices is because if, as long as you stay within those parameters of having fruits and vegetables with every meal, a fermented product uh, and, and probiotics with every meal, a food with increased fiber, which is your prebiotic, you should, you should be okay. And again, you don't want to engorge yourself. I would I, I try not to go uh, to fast food restaurants. Listen, have I ever gone? Of course we all have, right? I mean, once in a while, if you go to your, your, your party at work or, or a kid's birthday party, it's okay. If you can follow the 80-20 rule, 80% of the time you do the parameters that we talk about. And we go into more detail in the summit. We give you recipes as well. I mean, that are more detailed to give you an idea of what's going on. But life is just normal, right? I mean, you have kids, I have kids. I mean, stuff happens, right? So you can still, 20% of the time, deal with those those times when you can't control it. But the times when you can, which is to me 80% of the time, you can really do the things that give you the nutrition, not just for a, a slim gut physically, but a healthy mind. Even, you know, for me and, and for you, you know, we have to we have to function. Most people were were watching and listening. They have to function at a high level. You you have to be able to use your brain. So some of the foods, not only is it great for your gut, it's great for your brain. I mean, the, the good fats that I talk about are amazing fuels for the brain. It keeps you healthy. And the other thing I did not mention is that you have to sleep. This is something that's super challenging for me. But if you don't sleep and you do all the stuff we talked about, it's not going to work. It's just not going to work because your body, sleep to me is brain food. It's immune system food. Your body is meant to rejuvenate and rest and repair. If you don't allow it to do that, you don't have a chance, especially if you're suffering from a disease or if you're trying to do things like maintain a healthy weight, try to prevent yourself from becoming diabetic, those types of things. But, but um, I, I'm excited. I, I think that people are going to really enjoy the summit and get a lot out of it and get, get some tools. And, and Dr. Tom had an amazing tip for me just the other day. He said, he asks his community, and you may have heard this already, Dr. Kate, spend one hour a week. I love this. One hour a week educating yourself. So if you, if you sign up for the summit, and it's like a thousand things, you know, have so many people and their, their talks. It's great to be able to listen to everything all the time. But if you say I'm gonna give myself one hour a week to be able to educate myself, to make myself better, I mean that that's more than 90% of people in this country and the world do. So I love that tip that he said if you know download if you can download the summit and, and take the, the link to to, to register and, and and look at these amazing folks. You don't have to do it all at one time. You know you have time to do that. Just do it one hour a week. If you want to do more, great. But I think that's a great tip. And I, I, I'm i using that from taking that tip from it. <laughs> I'm using it. <laughs>
0: that's great. I love it. It's so true. And it ties into what you talk about in your book about being in charge of your own health. And I think now more than ever, people need to do this. And they have tools like, like summits and podcasts to help them get that information with real experts that know what they're talking about. So we will have the link up to the summit on the, the below the interview on my website, below your interview, so people can can sign up for it there and 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 it's free want it, like tell everybody, like how it kind of works for people who are not used to the online summits.
1: Yeah, it's totally free and the, and you can you can sign up and get all the amazing uh, amazing uh, the talks and all the free gifts. It's from August 12th to the 18th And you can just uh, go online and register anytime and 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 register for all these talks and again, I think it's invaluable information and tools that you can use to really build a better life. And, and, and I think that what's key is that this, this is information for you that stays with you forever. You know, you can buy stuff and it's great and it, it goes away, but the knowledge that you can get from stuff that Dr. Cates talks about and, and, and we're going to talk about in the summit is invaluable because it stays with you and it, it helps you be able to, to make a plan to really be able to get this stuff done.
0: Right. And if people don't catch it, they can, they, they're uh, recordings of everything that people can purchase after it's done going, being live. Right. So it's free when it's live. And then if you miss those dates, you can still, right. you can still get it the recordings of it. Right. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yes, exactly. exactly. All right. Yes. That live on forever. By the way, my wife told me to tell you that she loves your all your products. She told me you better tell her when you're in the podcast. And I'm telling her. I said, yeah, we love it. So thank I you know. so much. She's
0: a big fan of my skincare products. I love that. I love that. And I love- we both
1: are. No, we both are. I think every, the thing is that I know we're talking about the summit, but I'll I'll just digress. <laughs> is that you know you spend a, you spend a lot of time making the stuff that you could you could do it cheaper, but you don't. You make it make it right, and you do it for your community. And and we're there's nobody who does that, um, you know, with the integrity and the passion that you do. So that's why it was important for us to, 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 to let people know that, you know.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. And thanks for being on Dr. Nandy. And I, I you know, I can't wait to check out the summit too. So and people can, can sign up and check it
1: out. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: I hope you enjoyed this interview today with Dr. Partha Nandi and got some simple tips to help you with resetting your gut microbiome resetting your weight set point and of course all the benefits that come with it. We didn't just talk about your ideal weight. We talked about all these other potential benefits that you can achieve by this approach. So I hope you enjoy this and I know he shared with you some of the things that he eats in his daily life which I think was great here. and I also want to recognize that everybody has their own diet restrictions, their own things that help them. And he gave a perfect example of what's possible. And when he says things like he loves to eat fruit, he didn't say, I just eat fruit by itself. He combined it. It's about combining foods, the right foods and the right times, the right amounts. And, and then also finding out which are the foods that work best for you so there's a lot of individualizing here i think he made a very simple and easy way to go about it and i love how he talks about how 80 percent of what goes in your mouth and those foods that you're taking in are really the ones to focus on and and i think that's a great place to start if you can get to even more than that that's fantastic but We all want to have some flexibility. We have lives. We travel. We go to parties and social events. So I understand it's going and starting with wherever you are. So again, I hope you enjoy this and to learn more about Dr. Nandy and his summit that he's got going on as well and as I'm a guest on I'm one of the speakers for, you could go to the go to the podcast page with his interview. And you'll find the information and links there. And while you're there, I invite you to join the Spot Actor community so you don't miss ever upcoming shows. And I always like to encourage you to take the skin quiz because it can give you very valuable information about what your skin might be trying to tell you about your health, including your gut microbiome. So just go to theskinquiz.com, free online quiz, theskinquiz.com. And I also invite you to join me on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. To Pinterest. Did I say that one already? Uh, so I'll see you next time on the Spot Doctor podcast.